So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name's Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. And welcome to Brian's Rompod. Well, welcome back to Brian's Rum Pod, and today we're going to be talking about treadmill running. Well, this for the last, well, last year, this time last year, was basically uh, the bane of my life. I really did hate treadmill running. Uh, Some call it the dreadmill, others avoiding it altogether. The treadmill gets a bad reputation amongst runners, In reality, the treadmill is a fantastic training tool. The treadmill allows you to run when it may be too hot, too cold, too icy or too stormy outside. With a few few tweaks on how to use it and reframing the way you think about it, you may find the treadmill provides an enjoyable run after all. Hopefully today I'll go some way to help you understand the benefits of treadmill running for your training. Now, mimicking outdoor terrain. Many runners dislike the treadmill because of the monotony. However, the treadmill is only as monotonous as you let it be. When you run outdoors, you do not run at the exact same pace on the exact same terrain for the entire run. Even the flattest runs will feature slight inclines and declines. If you monitor your runs on a smartwatch, you can see how the pace can vary depending on the conditions. Your pace likely changes throughout the run. Most runners start slower in the first mile and then naturally vary slightly by even just 5 to 10 seconds per mile. You can make a treadmill feel a little bit more like an outdoor run by mimicking the slight variations. Use the incline button or adjust your gradient every few minutes. There are set programs on the treadmill that will do that for you automatically. For a flatter treadmill run, you may only vary the incline within 0-3%. And if you're accustomed to hills, a range of, let's say, 0% to 6-8% will give you a, will feel more exciting. Then adjusting your pace accordingly, slowing down the uphills and increase it to the flat uh, on flat to mimic the outdoors Each treadmill run can be different, which will help you overcome the boredom if you run indoors all winter long. The other thing is is that it kind of engages your mind. Whether you prefer the sounds of nature or music outdoors, most runners will want some form of music podcasts or audio to listen to on the treadmill. Or on such treadmills, there is a video of you running along a street or going through some woods. I remember where I used to work um, at a local health club, they had an interactive treadmill that gave you the sense of running outside. So you could be running through the streets of Auckland, so or even going through some forests, or even uh, going on very going on on an uphill run and then the incline will vary accordingly depending and it will sync with uh, what you're watching on the screen so having entertainment will distract you from the lack of changing scenery and if it helps cover up the numbers on the treadmill dashboard so that can fully immerse your mind elsewhere 
Or if your treadmill is not that sophisticated, then try to make the treadmill time even more exciting. Save your favourite playlist or podcast just for the treadmill. You'll have something exciting to look forward to each time you run. The other thing is, is that attitude makes a difference. If you call it the treadmill, the treadmill will naturally feel dreadful. Your mindset plays a huge role in how runs feel, and the treadmill is no exception. I think this is very true. I found last year that I had a bad attitude towards it, and then this meant that the run was usually dreadful. And I was hoping it would end, and then I just did not enjoy it. It just seemed like a bit of a chore. You can promote a positive attitude in multiple ways. You can find motivation and visual clues, in which case setting up a vision board on a metal display in your home gym will help. You may find simply find that changing how you talk about the treadmill changes your mindset. You do not have to <coughs> run on it. Instead, you can just get to run on it during an incline uh, and climate weather, which is certainly better, no run at all. So, or you can just do a, a a walk on a very steep incline. So there you go. Main thing is like you're you're mimicking your outdoor terrain. Um, giving you a few ideas about that, about engaging your mind, and then um, and also it's basically how you approach, like most things, your attitude towards it. Why not try a specific workout for the treadmill you can control the pace distance and incline with absolute precision on the treadmill this control allows you to do workouts that may otherwise not be possible for you which basically means that you are following a program let's say for a 10k half marathon or even a 5k it means it will give you precision tools and how fast you should be running so, for instance, if your program you're doing is an interval session of, say, 400 metres fast and 400 metres slow at a precise pace, you can learn what that pace is. Plus, it may give you the discipline to go at a slower pace. I know sometimes when I'm running outside, um, I don't maybe recover enough uh, for the intervals, the fast, fast intervals that are coming up. So I kind of think to myself oh i'll just go for a slow jog when maybe i should just go for a walk so sometimes the danger is is that when you're outside you either go too fast or you're going too slow for those intervals just as i said as with any workout be sure to include a 10 to 20 minute warm-up at an easy effort a warm-up reduces your risk of injury and helps you perform better one added benefit of the treadmill is the ability to control your pace to ensure that the warmer is a warm-up is as slow as it's need to be. Other treadmill workouts might include progression runs. A progression run starts at a very easy effort and becomes progressively faster near at the end on the treadmill. Completely control lets you progress in small increments often. One sample progression started at an easy pace and increased by 0.2 uh, miles per hour every 10 minutes for 32 uh, 60 minutes. I'll, I'll go through a, a workout of a progression run that I do uh, uh, late, later on. So incline workouts, long moderate, in, moderate inclines offer a huge aerobic boost, but it can be challenging to find the appropriate hill based on where you live. On the treadmill, you can have complete control. Um, sample incline workout, 
two to three miles on a three to six percent incline based on your fitness level. It's really good for improving the strength in those legs. A musical fart leg, a fart leg are a more unstructured version of an interval run. You pick up the pace as fast as you want for a short amount of time, then resume easy running until you're ready to repeat. If you listen to music on the treadmill, you can use each new song as a cue to change your pace or incline. As I said, um, for an example of a progression run, which is the workout that I do uh, for an easy run, um, it will start off at, say, uh, 7.5 kph. And then when it starts to get to 0.6 kilometers distance, I then increase the speed by 0.1. And this helps my mind thinking about something else during the run and is keeping me motivated and keeping and to, to keep me motivated, keeping, keeping up with the speed. And also means that I'm engaged with the treadmill. Um, so I'm always having to think, oh, 0.7, increase it by 0.1. So there are a couple of ideas there. Below are some other tips for treadmill running. I'll include all this in, in the show notes, but um, use a slight incline. Uh, set the treadmill at an incline between 1% to 2%. And, there's no, and since there's no resistance indoors, a gentle uphill is better, stimulates outdoor running. Of course, if you're just getting started with running, it's okay to set the treadmill's incline to zero until you build up your fitness and increase your comfort level on the treadmill. But once you're comfortable, don't slack off. Keep the incline at zero is like running slightly downhill, too easy. If you're reading an entire magazine or you can barely break a sweat on the treadmill, you're probably not working too hard. While doing every run on your entire run at a hard pace is not good as well. You you should sometimes try, well, while doing every run or your entire run at a hard pace is, is not good. You should sometimes try to push yourself. So try increasing your speed or incline to feel challenged for the last part of your workout. Interval training where you run hard for some time and then rest for another, as we said before, alternating with the two, is an excellent way to push pace without pushing it for the entire run. You can do interval training once or twice a week. Avoid too steep an incline. Um, at the same time, don't set the incline too steep, um, more than 7%. This places too much strain on your back and hips and ankles. Some runners assume that getting a great workout if they challenge themselves to complete their entire run on a steep incline, but that too much straight hill running is never a good idea and it could lead to injuries. Think about it outside. You would never find a three and a half mile hill at a five to seven percent incline. Avoid running at um, uh, a steep incline for more than five minutes. You'll get a much better, safer workout if you alternate between running at a few minutes with an incline and a few minutes without. The uphill segments help build strength and the flatter ones help build stamina and endurance. Refrain from holding onto the handrail or console. Um, I know it's obvious, but some people do. Um, some assume that they must hold onto the handrails when walking or running on a treadmill, but the handrails are only there to help you safely get on and off the treadmill. 
There are also a couple of other problems about holding on to handrails. First, it forces you to hunch over an inefficient running form, leading to neck, shoulder and back pain. Keep your posture straight and erect. Your head up should be um, your head should be up, your back straight, and your shoulders level. Although holding onto the hand onto rails can make you feel like you're keeping the pace and work harder, you're reducing your load and making it easy for yourself. Try to pretend that the rails are not even there if you're running outside. So, if you're concerned about falling you're probably running at too fast a pace or too steep of an incline. Slow down and reduce your incline. Safety and form are a lot more important. So the other thing is stay upright. Make sure you keep your body upright. It is necessary to lean forward because the treadmill pulls your feet backward. And if you lean forward too much, you may end up with your neck with a neck and, and back pain or lose your balance. Look up. It's hard to. It's hard not to, frankly, look up um, at the console to see how much time and distance you have left. But your running form will suffer if you look down too much. Don't stare at your feet either. You're likely to hunch over, which could lead you to to back again, back and neck pain. As a rule of thumb, look straight ahead is the safest way to run. I know sometimes the way they position the treadmills in the gym is like nice just having a look around the gym itself. And there's a lot more going around the gym. People were doing different workouts or um, maybe it could be, you know, looking over the pool or seeing people swimming. You know, it, 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 it sometimes it's just uh, a different advantage than Let's say, I oh know going outside is quite nice, seeing all the trees and, and, and whatever, but also, you know, just having a look around the gym, um, acknowledging people, um, the gym instructors or friends around in the gym itself. That's just different. It's nice. Another thing is pay attention to your stride. You should be running on the treadmill as you would outdoors. Try to run with a natural gait and avoid taking short, choppy strides. If your form feels off, slow your pace until you feel you're using proper form. Then gradually increase the pace. Another common mistake is overstriding or landing heel first with your foot well ahead of your body's centre of gravity. Since the treadmill belt moves you forward, overstriding creates a braking force with the belt. To avoid this, keep your feet under your body not ahead or behind. Keep your stride quick to help minimise the impact transferred to your legs. Improve your stride count, your cadence, something that we have talked about previously in the podcast. The more steps you take per minute, you'll run more efficiently. Determine your stride count by counting how often one foot hits the belt in a minute since you have a timer on the console. Also, it does say so on smartwatches as well. Even on some smartwatches, it does monitor your stride count uh, per minute. Then multiply, and then it, the, the calculation is to multiply that the number by two to get your steps per minute. So if you did it, if you count it for 30 seconds, if you don't have a smartwatch, count that and then you can tell. So the idea, the the... the they they do say they do recommend that 180 uh, 
SPM strides per minute is the optimum uh, level uh, that you should be running at. I'm I'm doing maybe 160, uh, but I you I, it does take time to try and uh, improve that technique. Keep hydrated. Staying hydrated is vital to maximising optimal performance. Research has shown that dehydrating dehydration during exercise can even impair cognitive function. So keep a bottle of water within easy reach and drink at least four to six ounces every 20 minutes you run on the treadmill. Cool down. If ever you felt a little dizzy or like you like you're still moving after taking the first step off the treadmill, it's most likely because you didn't cool down at the end of the run. You may feel like jumping off the treadmill when the timer hits your goal. But stopping suddenly can cause lightheadedness because your heart rate and blood pressure will drop quickly. Winding down slowly allows them to fall gradually. Just as you raised your heart rate gradually, at the start of the workout with a warm-up, you need to lower it slowly at the end. Cool down by walking or slowly jogging for 5 to 10 minutes before you step off the treadmill and congratulate yourself, I think, um, to say well done for completing a, a really good treadmill run. And then you can partake in the rest of your workout uh, around the gym. Now, what are the pros and cons of treadmill running? Uh, I looked this up. So the pros is that the difficulty is the same. The difficulty level always arises when it comes to running outdoors versus out. People assume that running outside is empirically harder than logging miles inside on a treadmill. It's easier on your joints. The smooth cushioning belt is more forgiving forgiving than hard pavement or cement. So running on the treadmill can help reduce some of the impacts on joints. So if you are getting over a injury, then maybe good to uh, start off with a treadmill and then maybe mix it up and slowly incorporate outdoor runs. Um, so... Um, as I said, it's it's a really good way to ease back, um, and, and also by alternating treadmill running with outdoor running, um, I think you'll find that you're not putting a very heavy stress onto onto the joints, and maybe inevitably, maybe getting some form of injury. You can simulate race environments, just as I said before. Some treadmills are really sophisticated. Um, and you can go on a course profile and it will do that automatically. You can vary the intensity of the of that particular program. I know that I, I talked about this particular uh, treadmill that they had at where I used to work. And so take uh, advantage of all the tools that are there for you, um, which maybe you know you, you may not know about. If you don't know um what tools are there for you on the treadmill then maybe ask an instructor and then they they can go through it for uh, for you 
And if you're training for a race, you can switch up your workout by choosing a specific trail or terrain from around the world, depending on the options, to make you feel as though you're half half away around the world. As I said, there was one that was uh, like a a running through the streets of uh, um, Auckland in New Zealand. Now, the cons is you could use your... could lose your agility although treadmill might provide your joints with more cushion you don't get the added benefit of running on an uneven terrain or pavement even if the ground outside might feel flat to you if even if if you've never ever truly is therefore your foot or leg muscles constantly make minor adjustments to adapt to the changing surfaces You don't work as many muscles. Um, The other con is because there is a machine powering the belt, the muscle mechanics differ from when you run on on a treadmill. Outside, you typically rely on hamstrings to finish the stride cycle and lift your legs behind you, almost kicking your butt. But on a treadmill, the propulsion of the belt does much of that work for you. And... Some would say it's boring. Um, As I said last year, when running outside, the time moves faster because you cover more ground. Plus, you set a literal finish line for your run and you can see it getting closer and closer as you approach it. And that provides you with a more natural sense of distance and will give you that extra push to finish strong when you feel like giving up. And some evidence suggests that working outdoors can can improve your mood as well also means that if you've gone so far you know (laughs) you're gonna have to get back home somehow whether it be walking or running whereas if you're stationary on a treadmill you're there within the uh, within the within the gym however i mean i think that running on the treadmill is a really different skill set than running outside and in my opinion it is like comparing apples and oranges and this is great i think a great training tool if you engage with what it has to offer and i don't doubt that you can get a lot out of it as i said this time last year i really hated it and now i really look forward to training on the treadmill and i hope um that I've given you a few ideas of how you can mix it up on the treadmill and giving you a little bit of a spice to your training regime. And that's a wrap for another exhilarating episode of Brian's Run Pod. Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, we've got your back with all things running. And next week, get ready for some awesome beginner hints and tips to kickstart your running journey. Oh, and before we sign off, exciting news. We're now available on YouTube, so whether you're pounding the pavement or chilling at home, you can catch us there too. Plus, we have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Hey, if you want to keep up with the latest updates, behind the scenes fun and even some exclusive content, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or should I say X at Brian's Rompod. We've also just launched a shiny new Facebook page. Simply search for Brian's Rompod and give us a like. And don't forget to hop on over to Instagram where you can catch all our visual adventures at Brian's Rompod. For those of you who love diving deep into the episodes, head over to our website, www.briansrompod.com.
www.thepodcast.co.uk and there you'll find detailed show notes, handy chapter markers, make it too easy to navigate through our favourite discussions. Please leave a review as it will always help find others find this podcast. Music is by Happy Days by Stock Audio, not forgetting artwork by Alice Patterson. Till next week, thanks again for listening. Thank you.